That's how we're starting the show off, folks. All right. Well, I'm not handing out cash, but that's kind of how we're going to do the show. Let's see here. All right, ladies, are you ready to get started? Totally. Oh, yeah. All right. Let's get this going. Quote of the day. Laugh when you can. Apologize when you should. And let go of what you can't change. Life's too short to be anything but happy. Let's do this. Welcome to Podnuts Pro. And the 2021 Summer Tech Series Giveaway Award Show. Nuts Pro, presented by NetAlly, Pulsar 360, Masking, and Digital Micro IT. Podnuts Pro is your podcast for business IT support. And now, on to the show. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Podnuts Pro. I am your host, Marvin B. Tonight, I am joined by my version of the Barker's Beauties, Don Sizer, Robin Livesey. Ladies, how are you this evening? Great. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, doing well. Can't complain. All right. So here we are, September 1st, 2021, and the... I don't know if this is the first annual or however we're going to do this, but our Summer Tech Series Giveaway Awards Show. And basically, it is an attempt to say thank you to all the listeners and all the guests that helped make this Summer of Tech a very good one. So that is what we're going to do this evening. But we're also going to do some other stuff. And let me start by saying Podnuts Pro is your podcast for IT business support, streaming here live Wednesdays at 8 p.m., From the great state of Florida and the city of Fort Lauderdale. Well, right now the weather is 82, clear, with a real feel of 91. Fantastic weather for where we're at. Not so fantastic for some other people. So, Don, why don't you start? How's your weather right now? So, Hurricane Ida is about 30 miles from where I'm sitting at the moment. It is storming. It is raining cats and dogs, and it is 64 degrees. Mm, mm, mm. And, Robin, you're uh, you're west of where Ida hit landfall, right? Yeah, um, I'm in Austin, Texas, so we were pretty pretty far west from where I actually went. We didn't even get any rain from the bands that we would appreciate it this time of year. Certainly not to the extent that Don is is currently experiencing mm. rain, though. So, all right, I did hear from a couple of 
people that I know in that area. Matt Rainey, our good friend from the podcast, and another guest from previous, David Dearman of Strix LA. Both of them were just west of landfall in Louisiana. Uh, David, I know, just said they are still waiting for internet and power, uh, but he at least responded by email. Matt Rainey did not expect to have much happen, although he had family that was pretty close to where it was, but I've not heard uh, how that's going with him, but I hope all is well. And uh, everybody else that is still in the path, buckle up. Hear that, Don? I, yeah, I did. I'm, I'm good. Like, we, we were like, I was posting on uh, on Teams earlier. I was like, I should have posted the whole, like, I, I wanted to buy a boat meme with the cat. Right. And then I got distracted because I found, like, this crazy dragon boat that was on the Hammock or Slummer uh, website. And then it just went downhill from there. And then, then it was an Orca submarine. And then there was a five-person submarine. And I was like, this is the coolest thing ever. Why did I not know this website existed? <laughs> Wow. All right. So many of you know Don and Robin. They have both been guests on the show. We're not going to talk much tech tonight, but um, if you want to, we can. We're just going to have a nice time, celebrate. And as you saw Don there, take a drink. I have approved beverages for this evening. And my favorite beer, the Great Sam Adams Summer Ale. So, uh, Robin, what are you drinking there? This is a Dos Equis, you know. Oh, Dos Equis. Yeah, in true Texas form, the the national beer, I would assert. Um, Yeah. All right. And Dawn? I'm having a margarita. (laughs) So I'm still on like the summer summer vibe. I see that. Love it. Oh, my goodness gracious. All right. So let's do this just so that we're not rushing at the end. I am going to go ahead and start off. And do a very first giveaway just so that we can get it going here. And I'm going to do this live on the air. So folks cannot complain that we are doing this in a fixed fashion. I have, as you can see, if you are watching live or watching the video replay, the Wheel of Names. And what we did is there were actually 44 people that entered the giveaway. Some of them, if you're able to read the names are twofers. And the way that these people got two is that there was a bottom section of the questionnaire where if you shared the contest, you would get an extra entry. And there were some people that are regular patrons of the show. And one of the benefits of being a patron and supporting the show is that you automatically get an extra entry into any contest that we do. So the first thing I want to say is that if Jason Miller wins, we are going to skip it. So there are the names and the first giveaway that we are going to do. And we are going to start with a book signed by Alan Weinberger of the ASCII group. His latest book called The Doctor's Inn, Treating America's Greatest Cybersecurity Threat. And yes, Jason, I see you in the chat. Uh, you're probably assuming that you're going to win just because you're a Miller. But here we are with the first giveaway, and we will wait for the spin. And I should probably turn the sound up so you guys can hear the spin. And our first winner, Nathan Smith. Nathan Smith. So he will get a signed copy of the book from Alan Weinberger. 
turn all that up there. Let me make a note here so I don't forget. Congratulations, Nathan Smith, for our first contest. All right, we'll close that. Remove that. All right, so let's see. What do we want to do first? Let's uh, let's get rid of our regular segment. We uh, let's do this, ladies. Let's go in the news. So many of you probably got the email today, and. Don, Robin, if you recognize what I'm saying, jump right in and guess who this is. In the email that I got, today is just the first step in our journey as a new company, and our first priority is to focus on synchronizing and enhancing the services, systems, and processes that will make your... There you go. Yes, Cynix and Tech Data announced the completion of their merger today, and CEO... Rich Hume sent an email saying that he is honored to be greeting us as the CEO of TD Cynix, a leading distributor and solutions aggregator for the IT ecosystem. As TD Cynix, we will, what does he say? We will provide access to a broader, deeper pipeline that enables adoption of new technologies faster and more cost-effectively. Our combined complementary networks and the deep talent and experience of our teams will raise the bar on value we deliver to our customers and vendors. So many buzzwords. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yes. Oh, I didn't hear cohesion. I didn't hear. I didn't hear pillars. Pillars. This is my favorite. I like that one. And they didn't mention pivoting either, so... It did not. Maybe there's, like, extra points if you don't mention pivot these days. I'm not sure. (laughs) That's true. That's true. Uh, My favorite is the press release. Just one line says, exceptional reach, efficiency, and expertise. Beautiful. All righty then. Concise. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. And he ends that by saying, we look forward to sharing our progress on integration planning and implementation in the months ahead. Whatever. All I wanted, all I want to know is I have two accounts, one at each. How are they going to be integrated? All I care about is I have this little guy named John who lives in the Philippines and he is my rep. And I love him. For which one? For the next. Okay. And if I have to change reps, I don't know how I'm going to function. Like, literally, cannot function without John. Okay. And here's the first comment from the chat. Translation, nothing's changing. (laughs) We hope so. That's the hope, right? Yeah, exactly. That is the hope. All right. And let's see. Don, you were on the show last. So, Robin, since you have not been on in a while, I'm going to give you the choice. I have two Florida Man stories. Number one and number two. Pick a number, and that's the story I will read. I'm going to go with number two. Ooh, number two. All right. And just to show you, number one, I can get that going here. The title of number one is Florida Man Says He Tried to Show Off on First Date with High Speed Police Chase. So that's what you did not choose. What you did choose. Well, dang it. <laughs> <laughs> what you did choose was Florida Barber Shoots Masked Gunman at Shop. Oh, lovely, <laughs> lovely. A, a Florida barber had a return customer on Saturday 
but it turned out to be anything but welcome. According to Florida Today, the customer, identified in Brevard County records as Marlon Mark Masco, great name, was unhappy over a haircut or some other previous transaction at the New York Hair Barbershop on Florida Avenue in Melbourne. According to Melbourne police, Masco, age 24, walked into the barbershop on Sunday after, Saturday afternoon and pointed a gun at several people who were inside. Police say New York Hair's owner shot and hit Masco in the hip as several customers and employees at the barbershop disarmed him and held him until police arrived. It apparently wasn't a refund of sorts, Masco was afterwards saying. It was actually really related to a prior haircut transaction he was unhappy with or an interaction inside the business. I have questions. So he was charged with... The- so many questions. <laughs> he was charged with resisting arrest without violence and possession of marijuana, according to a Broward, uh, Brevard County Sheriff's Office arrest report. So, Shoot away. Questions. So there's this sub on Reddit yeah. um, for bad haircuts, yeah. right? Was he featured on this subreddit? Oh, because don't know. If that's the case, I understand. Like <laughs> that's totally a thing. Maybe he should have showed up with a gun. I'm not sure. Um, so that's that's one question. But he has three names. So anytime you have a gunman with three names, I mean, that's that's like serial killer central going mm-hmm. on there. And he's only 24, so he has time yet. Oh, yeah. And these are and, and great alliteration. Three M's. Marlon, Mark, right? Masco. Just I'm rolls sure off more, the tongue. I have more questions, but I need to think about it for a little bit and probably drink just a little bit more. Okay. So. Gosh, the age is what scares me. And all over a haircut. Oh, gosh. Hey, listen. There are some pretty tricked out haircuts these days. If so, if, you know, haircuts are expensive. You know, if I want that drop down fade, it ain't right. That's true. And, you know, everyone always says you can't mess up hair. People are very sensitive to their hair, certainly women, but men as well. I was going to say, it usually is the women. I, I don't know. So too it, it's, it's not our bad haircuts. I'll tell you that. There's another one. <laughs> Well, they did say some other transaction. So what else is happening at the <laughs> Bob shop? Oh, that's a great question. He yeah. did have some substances. Maybe he um, had bought some edibles that did not go well. Well, he had them on his person. Maybe he was, maybe he wasn't, un, he was unhappy with that product and was coming back for a, a refund or a return. It could be. Man, you gave me a bad cut and bad weed. To hook me up, <laughs> he's like on Saturday rush hour. Come on, and the fact that the barber was at the ready with that gun. I mean, how many barbers do you know that need a gun? Well, most importantly, in Florida, <laughs> well, other well, states, maybe not, but it was New York haircut, right? Yes, it was, called, the show? it was called New York haircut in Florida on Florida Great Avenue, point. no less. I'm just saying. Yeah. Here in Texas, I feel like I'm yeah. not surprised. So at all this is pretty funny because I do need to go ahead and say this. So as part of the contest, uh, one of the things that I did was I asked, you know, people how they heard about the contest. I mean, sorry, how they heard about Podnuts Pro. 
um, what two things or three things that they like about the show and what are two or, th- or three things that they would like to improve on the show. One of the things is, let me pull this up. Here we go. I'm going to highlight this if I can do it fast enough. This is the great thing about a live show. I'm going to put this on the banner. And here it is. Get rid of useless banter about non-related stuff like movies or sports. End the Florida man stuff. Oh, now you can't end the Florida man stuff. I actually come to this podcast specifically with like a Florida man story every time. And the last time I actually had the same story you did, which was even better. Yes. Isn't it great when you, you know, (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm reading the chat. (laughs) No such thing as bad weed. (laughs) Love it. Oh, goodness gracious. But here's the thing. I did have several uh, people when they asked what they liked about the show. They liked the Florida man stuff. They liked the times that we went off track and it wasn't always serious about tech, even though a lot of people like the tech and they like the way that the show is presented, you know, talking to other techs, talking to business owners, uh, even off topic, you know, things that, you know, how to run a business, you know, what do you do about employees, things like that, things we need to know. Absolutely. And there's so many times, I mean, even when I've talked with, with Marvin, I was talking with Diana the other day, I saw her pop into the chat here and we were all, you know, chit chatting back and forth and you learn little pieces from everybody that you talk to. And that's, it's a huge thing as a business owner to be able to pick up those little, little nuggets from everybody. That's how I got involved in podcasting. I mean, it was something where I had seen podcasts, but I wasn't really sure. I'm like, Oh, internet radio, whatever. But as I heard them more and more, it was other techs, other business owners like me. And I'm thinking, wait a minute, that's what I do. So that's what kind of got me into podcasting, hearing other people talk about their experiences, sharing tips, sharing stories. And that's what we do, help each other out. Yeah, and I love little derailed conversations just because you never know what's going to come out of it. There's always, I always find little nuggets of information that are super helpful along the way that you really can't script for often. So, yep. Although sometimes those derailments are hard to explain like garbage trucks outside. (laughs) Makes the show notes a bit difficult. (laughs) I can imagine. Uh, How's your dog, by the way? She's good. She just made a minor appearance just now, came and then left. Oh, she's like, oh, this again. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. She'll come. Do little drive-bys and then leave. All right. You know what I forgot to do, Robin? I forgot to ask you if we were allowed to talk about certain things. Are we? Yeah. No. Okay. Unfortunately not. All right. But you and I can have a conversation later. All right. Later. Experience. All right. Yeah. Dawn, how about you? How are things going? How's business? It is busy. We are still looking for people. So we're still growing, which is great. Oh, I saw um, that. I saw you on, what was it, LinkedIn putting out a little ad? Yep. So we ended up using a recruiter for the first time ever. I could like to not ever do that again. That's expensive. Oh, Uh, (laughs) that's why you asked that question a couple of weeks ago on uh, when I had the the HR person on. Yeah. So there's that. Yeah. So it's about 20, it's anywhere between 15 and 25%, depending on which agency that you use. And that's at the first year's salary, which is really ugly. 
And then we had the recruiter that we used present us with a person that wasn't actually legally able to work. They had a non-compete in place and they tried to hide it. And I was like, no, we can't use you anymore because you lied. You know, the whole liar, liar, pants on fire thing. I'm not cool with that. So, um, yeah. Did you find out? Did you find out after they started with you? Did you have them or you were just interviewing? So I was interviewing and asked him, and he was very forthright and told us, which was fantastic, had a copy of the the non-compete, you know, that kind of thing. And I'm like, mm, can't do it, can't extend an offer, can't do anything until you're legally free. And uh, so that was the situation there, which I was just bad, bad juju all around. They should not have done that. Like, I don't care what the situation is. That should not have been a thing. Mm. So Interesting. I'm, I'm, I'm assuming that you put that on their report that uh... – very bad. Very, very bad. Yeah, we we, um, we severed our connection with them immediately because, you know, our lawyer was like, red flag, flag on the flag, flag on the flag. <laughs> and he's freaking out. I'm like, no, I can't do this. Wow. I just don't want to be involved in that. It was really interesting. We had just gotten back from exchange in San Antonio, and uh, one of the other boardrooms had a scenario where they had a person, they hired a person that had a non-compete, and the company got sued, not just the person, because the company had deeper pockets. I'm like, yeah, I'm not getting into that situation. So it's just not going to happen. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very touchy situations. I've heard it's, the same thing. Yeah, extremely. So just that's just not cool. Yeah. So is the position filled, or are you still looking? We're still looking. So, hey, really? you know, if anybody's, you know, wanting a position in Pennsylvania, that'd be fantastic. All right. Now, yeah, what's the position? <laughs> it's, it's for a knock engineer. So um, it's it's pretty much anybody that is uh, level one through level three, anywhere in between kind of thing. We're still looking for the right person, culture fit, skill fit. If you like dogs, because we have an office dog. <laughs> Must like dogs. Must like dogs. <laughs> Most importantly, not be allergic to dogs. Must not be allergic to dogs. Exactly. Exactly. Mm. All right. So let's take this opportunity for a quick break. Let's go on to prize giveaway number two. And the way that the Wheel of Names works, folks, is once you win, your name is taken off. So you cannot win more than once unless you have multiple entries like Jason Miller. Uh, so here we are with number two, and this one will be for an Amazon gift card of $50, and this is provided by Pulsar 360. Nice. $50 bill, y'all. As good as money these days. Right? Yep. I'm like thinking of all the cool stuff I could get at Amazon. <laughs> oh, okay. And, and use the link for PodNuts Pro and help support the show, so... All right, here we go. Here goes the spin. And we have noise this time. I said nothing about the Podnuts Pro logo in the middle. It's amazing. You did a fantastic job. Wondering how you got it in there. It's a sticker on the screen. He just put it on there. John Williams is our winner of the $50 gift card. So congratulations, John. Oh, it's a custom wheel. Listen, we spare no expense here at Podnuts Pro. It looks no. like it. <laughs> Next, you just need it printed out, hung on the wall, like a record. <laughs> we can do that. All right. So actually, what I should do also is put up 
So for folks that are watching the show live, I have the link to Pulsar 360 on our screen. I'll have the link in the show notes. If you are listening by audio, again, head to the show notes, Pulsar360.com. And for those who don't know what Pulsar 360 is, they are a voiceover IP provider specifically for the channel. And I have one of their phones back here, and I'm getting ready to do a quote for a client with, I believe it's 11 phones. So we'll hopefully be putting those in pretty soon. So they are a great supporter of the show. So I'm curious, since we have a bunch of people in the audience tonight, mm-hmm. like, yes. you, know, you just gave away a $50 Amazon gift card. And I know personally, I always have something in my Amazon cart. So what's in your Amazon cart? Oh, that is a good question. I'm going to have to find a way to do a poll thing because I know we can do that on the YouTube where people can answer in real time. But if you're in the chat, either YouTube or the Facebook, what is in your Amazon cart right this minute? Mine is empty because I actually just placed our order this afternoon. But it was for the, it was for the household. What's in your cart right now, Don? I, I don't actually have anything in my cart. But so you say that and don't have anything in there? But um, I was looking to get golf towels, actually, for um, my Rotary Club's having a golf tournament. So we were looking for some golf towels. Um, so that's that's what would have been in my cart had I needed to buy them. But somebody else is actually getting them. So Wait a minute. You don't get custom golf towels from Logo Up or... So normally we would, but we had a ton donated and we're a couple short. So we had to get a couple extras that don't have a funeral homes logo on them, which is really weird, but we're just not going to go there. Okay. All right. (laughs) So that being said, I'm going to pull up currently right now over at Podnuts Pro. For those of you that... I know that from the responses to the contest, a lot of you don't go to the show notes or even to the website. But if you do and you use the Edge browser or the Brave browser, when you go to the website, you'll obviously have the option to look at episodes, check out the Amazon store. We have a sponsors and affiliates page right now. But also there on the home page, I have been putting up recent listener purchases. So I just want to do a shout out to people. These are actual things that people have purchased probably in the last two weeks. And we have a two port dual monitor KVM switch that I need to ask about because this is HDMI. I just recently purchased one for display port. Somebody purchased an Amcrest pro video recorder. There is a book here that was purchased MSP secrets revealed 101 gems of inspiration. And of course, one of the premier webcams, Logitech Brio. So funny story. Yes. I'm actually in that book on pages, I think 114 to 117. It might be really pages, but I'm in there. And that is the actual Logitech camera that I'm using right now. So. Okay. So, so FYI, it's a so nice camera. We've Go ahead, Robin. Two supported, two supported items on the most recent list. Great. Yeah, but she probably didn't buy them through our link, so. <laughs> we actually, we we got the, the Logitech through Disty, and then the book actually came from Mark Copeman directly. Oh, so nothing wrong with that. Because I was in it, so, yeah. That's nice. That's yeah, nice. it's nice. So he sent me My a favorite. 
So here yeah, we go. Here's know. here's people responding with what's in their cart. We have sock liners. Which well, those are important. <laughs> um, nothing. We have new pressure washer. Nice. That's Charles. my favorite. So is the pressure washer electric or is it like the gas powered one? Because I'm. I got. I'm, mine's electric. So yeah, I, mine's electric too, and I really like it. We have a wireless HDMI expend, extender and outdoor projector screen. That's nice, Nathan. Nathan, oh, he's the winner of our first uh, prize there, Nathan Smith. Thank you for hanging out, Nathan. Uh, let's see. Uh, Charles, resp- Charles oh. responded, it's electric, your uh, pressure washer. Nice. Well, enjoy it. It's amazing. Hopefully it's the same one I have because, like, the joy that you get from pressure washing things, um, it's really, it's no, no, really no. disgusting, but I love it. Do not say that because I just had to pressure wash Monday night our driveway because we have people coming over the next two weeks. And so it's the annual pressure wash the driveway and it was not fun. I will happily pressure wash for you. I, I It's a sickness. Like I get really into pressure washing things. Cause like you do it and you're like, Oh, it's clean now. This is fantastic. Hmm. Okay. I'm weird. Sorry. So what do you pressurize? Is, is it your, your driveway? Do you have uh pavers that you do do you have a pool deck that you pressure so with? used to have pavers um now we have actually stamped concrete that looks like rock okay so yeah. giant back veranda because you know you can't call it a porch you drink on the veranda so giant back veranda that looks like rock so that gets pressure washed the siding we live in pennsylvania it's humid it's muggy it gets cold here so green things grow on the siding you know that kind of thing so that uh the driveway uh, the tires on cars, fantastic to pressure wash. Gets yeah. all dirt right off of them. Yeah. Did the, so did that, the, that kind did the of cars stuff. too? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, Robin, Robin, do you pressure fun. clean anything? Well, we have a back deck that we pressure wash, um, but not nearly as fancy as a veranda, a, a concrete pressed veranda. Well, you just, just call decking. it the veranda. You yeah. yeah. Just, hers isn't yeah, a veranda either. She just... <laughs> Renames things. (laughs) Ours is probably by definition a porch is being generous. A deck is just what it is. It is just decking. There are no chairs, but it frequently gets pressure washed from me. So what you're saying is it's not a mega deck. It's not a no. It's a three stairs and a landing deck. (laughs) (laughs) All you really need is a chair. It's a veranda. There you go. There you go. And it can just be like, I don't know, not even a deck chair. It's just like one of the 1970s kind of like camp chairs. You just throw it out there. You sit down. You would now have a veranda. You're good. Oh, I thought you were going to say, you know, the Adirondack, you know, the big chairs. Oh, no, it doesn't have to be fancy. (laughs) Old rocking chair, you know, a glass of whiskey. That's all you need. Exactly. All right. Now, when I say mega deck, are you familiar with the show that they had called Megadex? No. Okay. I don't watch TV. You is, should. is this a recent show? So actually I've not seen it for a couple of years. So we got to watching it. Let me rephrase that. I got to watching it because I got tired of all the HG TV shows. And they had the show. Telling him. <laughs> she's probably she's probably watching and, and she'll text in a minute. 
So, but there was a show called Megadex and it was a show, I forget where they were. They're out West and they would literally build 300,000, dollars $500,000 decks onto these back houses of stuff. And it would be enclosed with, you know, impact windows and indoor kitchens. And it was pretty ridiculous. This sounds like it has central plumbing, air conditioning. Some of them did have air. Netting for mosquitoes. Yeah. Um, we No, I can't afford a mega deck. And there's no room for a mega deck here. But I do have... It looks a, like this is also in Colorado. Yes, it is. See, you looked it up. See, that's it. Yep, on the side of mountains, stuff like that. So we, like that would definitely be a place. Yeah, to, we put our patio in. We put our patio in when we moved in, and it was uh, it was about ten grand. Yeah, but you just like redid a lot of that, and it looks amazing. Oh now. no, that was that was the pool deck. That's further out. You didn't. So yeah. the, the patio doesn't extend. So we have a we had a slab, and then ah. and then we've got like trees in between the slab and the pool. The pool's too far away from the house. So we put a patio on, and. You know, the insulated roof. We had to put um, outdoor tile over the concrete. And what? why are you laughing? I'm not laughing. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds very sensible. It is. You, like, like we, we had to put outdoor well, you tile. Well, you don't want to be over ugly concrete. I mean, no, you, you want to, you're no, going you to, you know, you're going to spend. I don't know it. It sounds like Don has some very lovely pressed concrete. Well, here's here's the deal. So if you tile over it, it's it's not nearly as painful because if you jackhammer out that concrete and pour all new concrete and then stamp the concrete and maybe the concrete isn't stamped quite right. So they have to jackhammer it out and redo it again, which that happens, by the way. And it happened on the veranda. Um, Goodness. Yeah, it's not fun. It looked like they were testing missiles in our backyard for like two or three weeks. It was unbelievable. Wow, how, that's how long yours took. Ours took, I think, three days. All right, I retract my comments. Right, like so. Tile all over the concrete and right, 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 right. So it's kind of like it's less painful to do it that way. I totally understand. Though, if you had to do it yourself, yeah, I don't know. Oh no, we weren't doing it ourselves. You know what we had before? We had that Chattahoochee. Oh, I, I did not know about this, but I love that word. So explain to me what the Chattahoochee is. So Chattahoochee, <laughs> for those that don't know, is basically rocks glued together. And that's it. <laughs> they, literally, All right. they literally take rocks and glue together. And they're supposed to be, you know, a film, you know, like a clear lacquer over them. But what happens is over the years, the lacquer fades away. And as you're walking around the pool... Rocks just kind of start popping out of place and stuff like that. Oh, that stuff. Yeah. So that that, that was cool back in the 70s. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. These are litter rocks we're talking about, right? Well, Not some are large. little, some are big. You know, they're mm. they're they're good sizes. You know, they have to mix it up for intrigue. Keep you on your toes. <laughs> Literally. Literally, <laughs> yes. Because they were not comfortable to walk on. No. No, not at all. Not at all. <laughs> So now so this we, is a major upgrade. Yes, it was a major upgrade. So now we have the concrete. It's supposed to, it's not exactly stamped. It's painted concrete to look like stamped concrete. Nice. I'm, I'm sure it looks very nice though. Yep. Yeah. Sounds lovely. Oh my. 
Charles, so, has, <laughs> Charles has given us the full Chattahoochee. <laughs> Chattahoochee <laughs> is small, fine pebbles mixed with epoxies to form a deck coating. Unfortunately, ultraviolet light attacks the epoxy that binds the rocks, and the product begins to deteriorate. The coating becomes porous and attracts bacteria, moistures, and fine debris. So this is really an advertisement for this Chattahoochee decking. Yes. The the Chattahoochee world is not going to be happy with us. Yeah. The association, I'm sure, will be writing a letter. Mm. Attracts bacteria. Is not meant for the outdoor environment. Please How any of us survived the 70s and 80s, I do not know. Because, like, we, we had no, like, seat belts. We didn't wear helmets. Like, things happened. It was, it, was, it was a magical time. <laughs> we drank out of the hose. It was great. No one was watching anything. Oh, I'm sorry. Just so, just so that you know, I was contacted by the wife who corrected me and says that the, our concrete deck is supposed to look like flagstones. So there you okay. go. Okay. Love it. I'm <laughs> sorry. Just, just saying. Yes. Uh, see, I told you she watches. <laughs> she does. I know she does. <laughs> All right. And with that, let us go back and do our next giveaway. Let me get back to the lovely wheel of names here. And we are going to give away the second of our signed autograph book by Alan Weiberger from the ASCII group, The Doctor's Inn. And let's go ahead and spin that wheel. I haven't read the book yet. Did you read it? Yes. I had to do a show on it. (laughs) Skimming it, reading it, you know, the whole nine yards. I don't don't skim books. What's wrong with you? (laughs) How I function, Marvin. Rachel Miller. Oh, you got to be kidding me. One tick. And I thought it was going to be somebody else. Can't believe the Millers won something again. Great. Hey, Rachel, congratulations. In case anyone missed it, Rachel Miller won. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, ch- the community will go crazy. Actually, they're, they're probably happy it's not something, you know, you know something uh, significant. See, there we go, Rachel. <laughs> Who's probably not even watching, probably not paying attention at all. So I guess the question then is, how was the book? Because I want to get a copy. I'm headed to the ASCII New Jersey at the end of the month. So I want to get him to sign it for me. Okay. So here's the thing. It was a very good book. It's a quick read. It's, it's not a very big book. But it's not big. Yeah. Awesome. No. And it is, it's almost, what's the best way to describe it? It's more informational than you would expect. He actually does a lot with talking about, you know, dates and times of events, uh, talks about the way that, uh, cyber attacks have grown over the years. Um, talks about there is a COVID component, which I don't remember much about the COVID because I was focused on the cybersecurity stuff. Um, he's got a section on how smart are smart cities. Um, oh, interesting. And talks about, you know, the way hackers have really taken an interest. So we, part of what they're doing is hackers are following the technology probably – 
more closely than we are. And they are using the technology to, to infiltrate, I guess is a good word to say, and put in place all of these attacks that are, you know, kind of embedded in AI and all of our social media and stuff that we just don't pay attention to. So uh, there is a really good, you know, section on all that stuff in there. So it's a good book to have. Excellent. Uh, it's probably a great book to get multiple copies of and give to clients. Cool. Wow. All right. Yeah. Awesome. And then the show that uh, I had Alan on, we actually talked about the MSP perspective because he does a great section on explaining what is a managed service provider. So again, the book is really not aimed at us. It's aimed at, you know, the, the regular user out in the world. So there's a nice section on that. So we talked about, you know, what is an MSP and how can an MSP help you? Excellent. Yeah. I, like I said, I wanted to see the, the show. It's in my list of, of things to listen to. So yeah, yeah, whatever, you know, it's, it's on my list. <laughs> it is on my list. Along with my lost episode of uh, rebel executive, right? Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> For those of you no, that I still have, I still have like, 12 episodes I need to like cut and release yet for the end of the year. I just haven't gotten, I have been that busy that I cannot do them. So want me to to tell you a nice trick on how to get those out. Hire somebody to do it. Don't edit. Do them live. (laughs) Don't edit. (laughs) So for those that don't know, uh, Dawn is also a podcaster and has a podcast called the rebel executive or rebel executives. Rebel executives. Yes. And it's, it's not necessarily a tech show. It is from a perspective of being a business owner and leader and, you know, being kind of like a uh, runaway entrepreneur. Yeah. So we tackle all the other stuff that isn't necessarily tech. Oh, I see your dog floating around in the background again. There she is. There she is. She just comes in as she pleases. But yeah, we tackle all of the the business related types of things. Everything from I've had my accountants on to talk about all the things you need to know about accounting to bookkeeping to because um, I've had marketing folks on. I mean, it's been a little bit of everything. I even had Alicia on from the ASCII group to talk a little bit about what it's like to be a member of a peer group as you know um, as a CEO or leader, you know that kind of thing, and how important peer groups really are. So. All right. So folks, put that in your podcatcher if you haven't already and look out for her shows. And you said you think you have 12 in the tank? Yeah, I have a good many left. I still need to like edit down and because they, they run long. And I think actually for season two, I'm probably going to take them back down to like a half an hour so that they're shorter. So you get a, a really good punch in that 25 to 30 minutes. So I'm just going to hold up to the screen the uh, That's us. the site, what it looks like, Rebel Executives. It's purple. Yep. Because it's the best color ever. Kind of like <laughs> kind of like my backdrop. <laughs> uh, That's what's important about a podcast. What color you choose? Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I mean, see, it's really important when you hire that person from Fiverr to <laughs> for twenty five dollars. <laughs> Yeah, literally 15 bucks to like do all the yeah. cover art. And then the guy that did the intro, which the intro is like better than the podcast. 
just oh. hilarious. And uh, yes, Rachel, you did win something. Yes, you Rachel. Won Alan Weinberger's book. You are lucky. She probably probably got called in from outside. Rachel, you won. <laughs> it was inevitable. All right. Speaking of winning, let's go ahead and do another giveaway. We've got a couple more to do here. So let's bring back in the wheel and do the next spin. And this one will be for another $50 Amazon gift card. Ooh. Ooh. <gasps> Emmanuel Albino. Emmanuel Albino. All right. Congratulations, Emmanuel. So we will get that out. And let's do, you know what I'm going to do? I put together a bonus question that I don't think was explained very well. Or let's just say, I don't think people got it. So what I did was I put an extra question in there. And this was going to be a bonus question. And for this question, I didn't say what the prize was. I didn't say what it was going to do. And I thought... I would have several people answer the question correctly. But it was basically, have you noticed anything different in the show notes this year? And when I said this year, there was something really specific that I did in the show notes and nobody noticed it. Not one single person. But I did get nice comments and stuff where somebody said, the music credits. You added Patreon and buy me a coffee, more ways to support the show, more tech, less legal ability to stream audio. I took my guess at the show music and ASCAP account listed. So all of these nice little things were added there, but none of them were correct. But here's what I did do. So I went ahead and did a special wheel and let me open up the other wheel. So there were 14 people. Oh, what was that? That was my dog. That was your dog. (laughs) So I have 14 people here who attempted to answer the question. So I'm going to do a very special giveaway for them for a $25 Amazon gift card, at least for attempting to answer And here's what the real answer was for those that really want to know. And I thought about keeping it a secret and trying it again. But ever since January 1st, every show has a video music link to a YouTube video in the show notes. Most of them are related to a piece of music that I played either before, during, or after the show. And nobody got it. So... I guess people really don't look at the show notes. But here are 14 people that tried to guess. So I'm going to go ahead and pick one of them and give them a $25 Amazon gift card. You guys are so quiet. Like, you know, whatever, Marvin. (laughs) No, that's totally cool. Yeah. I personally don't typically read show notes. So (laughs) kind of doesn't surprise me. I mean, I was actually hoping that, you know, Charles Perry would win so he could get some, you know, cleaning solution to go with the. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, Sean McCormick, you get a $25 gift card compliments of me and Pod Nut Pro. 
Okay. And how are we doing for time? We're doing pretty good. Rachel Miller. Awesome. Of course, it's awesome when you always win. All right. Next prize. And I won't get this in screen. From Snap AV, an Arachnus Model 110 Router Firewall. We should, we should point to it or something. As he's, yeah, there we go. It's backwards. <laughs> <laughs> Um, this is an entry-level firewall. It has two LAN ports and one WAN port, so it is not, you know, it's not your red box or sonic wall or Sophos, but it is a very good firewall. I have a couple of these for some small clients that don't need all of the extra bells and whistles, and they just want basic internet. And for those of you that are familiar with Snap AV. It does tie into the oversee interface so that you can do some remote monitoring and management that way. You can go in, look at ports, attach clients, and all of that. So that is provided to us by Digital Micro IT. That uh, is actually a listener of the podcast. So the website, digitalmicroit.com. Thank you very much for providing that. And let's just go ahead and get that winner out of the way. So here we are, back to the wheel, back to the big wheel. Yeah, it looks like we have uh, everybody ready to go. So here we go. Ooh, just passed by the Millers. Ed Wish. Ed. I'm not sure if it's Wish or White. So I apologize if we muff the name, but that is your winner of the... Snap AV Arachnus Firewall. Sweet. So we have one more to give away. Is the dog eating? He's give drinking him. now. So, uh, yeah. All right. Should give him, give him treats. Not, not the moment. He's looking at me like I just heard that, Mom. <laughs> now, this is the they one know. that this is the one that travels with you to the to the shop, right? Yeah. So he's he's the office dog. All right, and this and is what kind of dog is it? Um, he is a lab chow boxer staffy mix, so he's about a 50 pound thing. There, there, you can kind of see him in the background, he just like popped up there. Um, but he's he has furry ears and a furry curly tail, but the rest of him looks like a lab. Okay, love it. Yeah, he's he doesn't like to be on camera and he doesn't like to be like pulled up into my lap. He kind of freaks out at that. So right. Okay. How does he know when he's on camera? So here he is. So there he is. See, there, see, see, he like pops up. Hello. (laughs) Say Say hi pilot. Say He's like, no, no. (laughs) Like, I don't know what's happening. This is yeah. Weird. Robin, yours doesn't like to be on camera either. Um, she doesn't mind it, but she doesn't like sitting still for that long. Mm. I don't really think she understands the camera concept, truth be told. Um, but yeah, to get her to sit still for that long is... So here's a question. Yeah. So if Kim and I are apart and we are doing FaceTime... To say hello to each other, the cats will come up. 
they'll hear the voice and they'll want to see what's going on, but then they won't keep their face in front of the screen and stuff like that. Do you guys ever try to do FaceTime with your animals? He gets very confused and he is <laughs> yeah. not, he is not a um, technology savvy kind of dog, <laughs> which is kind of funny. Uh, he has not figured out the whole FaceTime thing. So he hears the same kind of thing. He hears the voice is really excited. And then he's like, but Mamo's not there. So right. I have zero desire to do anything about any of this. Yeah. Yeah. And I think for her, Stella, she hears the voice, looks at the front door, understands where people come in and out of. Mm. Um, but I think it's something to do with a small screen because she will watch movies, especially if there's a tennis ball in a movie, any sort of sports movies, she will jump off of the couch sit in front of very intently. So I, I don't know what it is about a FaceTime call that she doesn't understand, but yeah, hmm. she gets really confused. Interesting. One of our cats used to watch live PD with us. Oh, how which fun. was, which was odd. Yeah. Um, she would come up and on the couch and have her face facing the TV. And then if she were on the coffee table in between us, literally would sit and watch the TV while live PD was on. That's hilarious of all the shows. Especially a, a cat. Yeah. Now, a lot of dogs would do it uh, because yeah. they would show canine units all the time. And of course, the dogs, when they hear another dog barking on the screen, they'll you know run right to it. But never understood why the cats would do it. That's maybe something about the lights. I know that cats love the laser lights and the. Oh, could be. Yeah. Yeah. Something about cop car lights or something. Hmm. Yeah. Charles, thank you very much for your comment. I'll post that up there. Says nice job with the show. Thanks to Marv, Don and Robin. We actually stayed on course, stayed on track. We did pretty good. Uh, Pretty good. This is twice in a row for me, by the way. And Charles, we wish you all the best of luck with the pressure washer. We're really anxious to hear how this goes for you. You may have to put a video up, Charles, and prove that you're using it. Oh, gosh, that would be the best thing ever. <laughs> <laughs> and it is, it is truly a sickness, guys. I love pressure washing videos. <laughs> Apparently, this is fairly polarizing, though. Who would have thought? I... It's just one of those things that, you know, here's the thing. We got it thinking that this would be fantastic. We can do our own cleaning and not have to pay somebody, you know, $500 a time to do it. And the first time, pretty cool. But that was also when the, you know, the concrete driveway was new and it cleaned easy. You know, now it's been a few years. Those stains don't come off quite as easy. The duck poop doesn't come up quite as easy. The, uh, we have... I don't even know what the names of the trees. We have two big trees in our front yard. One of the problems with the trees originally was the iguanas would go up the tree and poop on my wife's car and then poop all over the driveway. So we had to put one of those tin barriers around the tree so that the iguana would not crawl crawl up there. But of course, the, the birds still go up and poop. And they have these little seed thingies there they look like brown green beans dried up and they fall oh those things yes and they stain so what we don't do enough of is go out blow them off or get them off the driveway so if they're there for a few days and it rains it just 
stains. So. I never considered how many different exotic animals you probably have leaving presents for you on vehicles. Are you talking about in Florida so, or in general or, or our house alone? In Florida, it sounds okay. like just in well, <laughs> house alone. Possibly alone. just your house. Because we, <laughs> we got a lot here. We got, uh, we got the iguana. We got the possum. We have outdoor cats. We have lizards. And we have like three different kinds of lizards. So we have your, you know, your regular small lizards. We have the almost iguana lizards. Um, we've got the raccoons. You've got we've, big lizards. Yes. Yeah. I would totally trade you straight up your lizards for our deer and the bear. Oh, we have bear. Mm, don't know. Yeah. Don't know if I need that. Do how about, how about raccoons? I can give you, I can give you four raccoons. I mean, the raccoons aren't that big of a deal. Yes, they I mean, are. We, oh, don't let him hear you say that. They are huge. <laughs> so, so you probably didn't see our video we posted about six years ago. Ricky swims in our pool. I would believe that. And poops in our pool. See, that I have a problem with, but bear. Literally a bear. It's like 400 pounds. It's not a small bear. So does he come up to the house and wait for food? So you have to be very careful. Yes, we have to keep the garbage cans in the garage, closed tightly. You can't leave um, bird feeders out, you know, that kind of thing. You have to be very careful with that sort of thing. And you have to be very careful with your animals at night. So if you're outside, you have to be making noise, you have to have light, you know, that kind of thing, because startling a bear, not a good idea. Mm. Startling an iguana. No one's going to care. Not even the iguana. <laughs> our iguanas don't move. They're like, what? It's probably very true. Even our raccoons. I, I, I got to get some video. So literally example. So, Two nights ago. So the way that we have our couch and living room set up is that, you know, we have the TV and I can look out the left of my eye and I can see through our patio out to the pool area. And it works out great because we have an outdoor cat, Grayson, that comes at night. And when he's ready to eat, he comes up to the back door and sits and looks inside. So I went out and fed him. And like two minutes later, I look out, Grayson's not there. Ricky, the raccoon is there. So I have to go out, get Ricky away from the food. And what Ricky does is Ricky will run a few feet, turn around, and then wait to see if I'm going to actually stay there. Because if I go back in, he comes back over to finish doing what he was doing. They're smart. They're, They're tricky. Smart. Yeah, it's funny to me. We really don't have, I should knock on wood, but we really never had a raccoon problem. And we're out in the sticks of Austin, um, out in the suburbs and stuff. And this would be prime raccoon season. We are inside the city limits of Fort Lauderdale and we have raccoon issues. Oh, I'm sorry. I forgot to check my text messages. So the droppings that come from the tree are black olives. Oh. Stain the concrete. And she says, post the Ricky video. So I'll have to find so, that. So it's an actual olive tree? I guess so. I listen. Why I, are we not eating these? <laughs> yeah, are they edible? I don't know. Yeah, if, I don't edible? know if they're real black olives or if that's just a fake name given to it because that's what they look like. But I don't think I would eat these things. I've heard that you can't eat olives off of trees as well. 
don't know Maybe. if this is true. I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know the olive life cycle. <laughs> so. Uh, Charles, tell them about the gators in the pool. Yeah, that's basically another Tuesday in Florida. Gators in the pool. Yeah. Gators in the toilet. I don't know. That happens all the time. I don't time. know which I would choose. Gators or bears. Neither of which sound appealing. I don't know. That's don't, a hard one. It is. I mean, do you have like surprise gator? What do you mean surprise gators? Like you walk outside and you're like, oh, surprise, there's an alligator. <laughs> yeah, but it's not a surprise. I mean, it happens all the time. It Listen, I'm serious. Check your Florida man stories. There is gators literally I mean, that's fair. in a that's pool, fair. in a canal, on a golf course. This is more like you can literally be walking down the street and you're like, oh, yeah. that's a bear. I need to leave now. Yeah. I think it's the same. From what I've heard of people that live in Florida, it's very common. Yeah. Yeah, but they it's can't not chase you. Oh, yes, not, they can. Well, I mean, they can move, but on land, they're not extremely fast. Like bears can run you down and eat you. Yeah, but I mean, gators really aren't interested in that unless you're being stupid. There was a story I was it, two months ago of the person that thought he would teach a gator a lesson and instead got bit. You know, if he'd Aww. have left the gator alone, he'd have been fine. But no, he. Yeah, I'll have to find the story. He like took a gator up on a roof and tried to swing it around, or whatever. he got arrested for animal cruelty. So okay, Charles apparently has found Florida black bears. There oh yeah, we have we, we yeah we do have black bears in Florida. We have deer too. Remember, we have the Everglades. We have a whole ecosystem down here of bear, deer, other animals. We've got a lot of tropical birds. Um, we, we have a ton of stuff down here. There's a the Florida coyote is down here. Yeah, we have coyotes. Yeah. So, a lot of stuff here in Florida. This is really an advertisement for moving to Florida, I should say. Listen. I'm not hating Texas one bit at the moment. Between no, between our state is not perfect. Between Florida man and the gators. Oh, and by the way, we have sharks offshore that'll bite you. Well, yeah, but I mean, that's hurricanes. I, I mean, this list is just growing. Listen, we've uh, we've been hurricane hurricane free for a while. It's true. It's really true. For at least like a month and a half. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Only twenty days. That's right. Yeah, I don't remember the last time a hurricane hit Florida. Well, a couple of years ago, maybe. No, there like was a month and a half. no. There was one that hit the west. <laughs> there was one that hit the west coast last month. Oh, was it really? Yeah, yeah. yeah it hit up near awesome. hit up near Tallahassee. I was, was obviously a, watching was it the a, news. a C or D word? I don't remember. I have to pay attention. Okay, I'm sorry. No, they are not real olives. The trees are just called black olive trees. Well, that's confusing. Well, that makes me sad. Because <laughs> now I was like in the mood for olives. <laughs> you were, you were yeah. And here's the thing. So she wants a fruit tree in the back. You know, mango or something. I'm like, no, that just attracts more animals. Yeah, but mangoes are delicious. They are delicious, but we have enough neighbors that have mango trees and bring us mangoes anyway. We get bags. We get bags left at our front door. True story. I will totally come power wash anything for mangoes. (laughs) So listen, Sizer, next time you're here. Hey, are you coming to the uh, Ask Orlando event? I'm 
not. I was hoping I could, but I'm actually going to be out in California. So when you're in Florida, stop on by. I will. I will power wash for you. You can power wash, come visit the office, see our new space. And uh, So how is the new space? You have expanded exponentially. The new space. So I have a desk over there. I have my DJ equipment over there. (laughs) We have uh, some stuff in the kitchen. But that's about it. We still haven't really done. You know, it's trying to figure out what we're going to do with it. Part of the... Part of the reason is acoustically, I can't set up the podcast studio yet because we have to get a ceiling because it is completely open. There is no acoustic ceiling or anything. So we got to figure that out. And that's probably going to be, you know, three or four grand to do something like that. So when last I heard the people that were there previously, we were unsure of what they were actually doing in this space. Is that? Okay. Here's what we're going to (laughs) do. So this is something that needs to be done in the post show. (laughs) So what we're going to do is we're going to go ahead and do the last giveaway. We'll end the show and then we will talk about that. So if you are watching live, you will want to stay and listen to this part of the story because it is awesome. (laughs) Robin's like, I did not sign up for this. I was not aware that we had a story. I don't know why we didn't start with this story. (laughs) Uh, Net Ally, folks, you know, is has uh, a great vendor for us, providing us handheld networking tools for years. I have talked about them since I started using the Fluke tools, and they are going to be a continuing sponsor and affiliate of the show. Uh, we will be providing tips of the week presented by Net Ally. So tonight, in honor of that relationship, they are going to be giving away a free Link Sprinter Pro. And my original one is the old yeller, but the one that you will get will be part of their Green Machine Green series. And a Link Sprinter Pro, for those of you that do not know, is just as simply, as you can see, it fits in the palm of my hand so it can fit in your go bag. And it will do very quick network testing of any cable or jack. It will go out, grab an IP address. It will check for POE. Uh, on that jack, it will go out and check for an internet connection. With the use of your smartphone or tablet, you can pair it and actually do cable testing and all of that stuff in a frontline network test accessory that uh, NetAlly will be giving us as part of this show. And I'm sorry, Charles just added something about rattlesnakes and all of that stuff. So, so this Net- is true. We do have a lot of snakes in Texas. So that will be our last giveaway of today, a value of $399. And let's bring up the Wheel of Names and see who will be getting that. I'm thinking I need one of those. That sounds like an amazing little tool. I can't believe you don't have one after all this time. You know, the guys have plenty of network testing tools. and I don't know that we have that particular one, but I love the idea of it. We'll have to talk about it. Kyle Kenyon. Kyle Kenyon. Well, congratulations, Kyle. You will be getting a Net Ally Link Sprinter sent to you. Compliments of our friends over at Net Ally. So sweet, sweet, sweet. Kyle was on our show earlier this year as a Summer Tech Series guest. 
along with you, Don, as part of the Summer Tech Series. I want to thank everybody that was a guest. Jason Miller was on, Ramey Bell. Who else was on? Tom Bull, Diana Giles, Matt Rainey, Chad Kempt, Jim Collison, and Ben Filippelli. We had some amazing people on through the summer. It was a good summer. That's one reason why. It was a good summer. Yeah. And and we will obviously will do this again and uh, have that. And let's see what other comments are coming up. (laughs) John reads so close. And uh, so that is going to do it next week. We have the final Summer Tech Series show. And it is going to be our Cable Guy show. Nathan Drager and Terry the Tool Man Moon will be on. And they will be talking about their businesses. They are both huge cable installers. And Nathan, actually, when he first uh, added the cabling division to his business, he mentioned that part of that was started because of one of the fluke shows that I did where we talked about testing cables with these tools. So obviously we'll continue to talk about that. So, all right. Thank you to everyone that uh, participated. Hope that you join us next week. Ladies, any last words uh, for tonight's show? So are we going to do Florida Man versus the World? Oh, you want to go ahead and do that? Sure. We have to. Okay. I came prepared. All right. So we will do that. So you have your Florida Man story, or of course you can answer a random question, but it sounds like you're eager to, to, to give us a story. What story do you have from the state of Pennsylvania that will rival Florida Man? So normally we this it's not – we we have one of two things. Either it's I have swindled somebody out of money, or it's really something crazy. So, for any of you that's ever seen me on the show before, you know I'm right next to Amish country, um, Lancaster area, and so this is Lancaster man is now facing a homicide charge after a human head was found in his freezer at his family's home, and a dismembered body was found in his bed. So that's the- it's not a gator. <laughs> oh. <laughs> So wait a minute. So he took the head to preserve that, but left the body decomposing in his bed. Apparently, yes. Nice. He sounds serial killer-esque. Yeah, and he doesn't even have three names, so I'm really... I mean, he's, <laughs> he's a junior, but, you know, he doesn't have three names, so I'm a little confused on, on what the situation is there. But is, He's a skit. Is there any alliteration to the name? Do we have any... Not name? really. It's... Uh, let's find it... Donald Meshi Jr. Oh, he's a junior. He's a junior. He's a junior. That's that's all I got. But uh, apparently officers showed up and he's like, yeah, I've got a head in my freezer. Oh, he, he volunteered that information. He volunteered the information. And they were like, yeah, sure enough, the head's human. Um, and they haven't confirmed the identity yet. Only saying that it was a male. There's an autopsy schedule. That's it. This literally happened a couple days ago. So, you know. Nice. There you have it. Oh my goodness! Very nice. Take the white collar crimes. Yeah, but he's I a am. he's I a am. skit. He's a serial killer in training. Exactly. So yeah, it, well, it was either that story or the guy that swindled the state out of four hundred thousand dollars of like COVID money. So you know, yeah, it's a toss up. Florida man already did that. We had the guy that got like seven yeah. million. <laughs> yeah, I mean, four hundred thousand isn't even nearly enough. Nope. <laughs> All right, Robin, do you have a Texas man story? Or I have a Texas man. This is a bit more on the lighter, funnier side. 
but Texas man strips down during school board meeting, Mm. takes off his clothes in protest, I presume, of some some school board announcement they were making. I think it was related to, to the mask mandates, but decided that the appropriate response was to take off clothing. Went down to his underwear to make a point. Yeah, I'm thinking that didn't uh, carry much weight. Yeah, I'm thinking not as much also, but I also feel like this still doesn't even touch your Florida man stories. Well, but here's the thing. Was it streamed live over the internet? That's a great question. There are videos of it, certainly. I don't know if this was a live streaming. It was an in-person event that he was okay. attending. That happens well, a lot it down was here. an in-person event. I mean, why wouldn't it have been an in-person? It was Texas. Of course it was in-person. Oh, yeah. Of course it was in <laughs> It was in Texas about mask mandates. Of course right, it was in-person. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but how awkward would that have been if he was on zoom taking off his clothing? Like, yeah, but that would have been too easy to just, you know, click him off screen or something. So doing it in the middle of city hall or something or exactly. All right. Okay. In some ways it would have been amazing if they would have had like a soundtrack to it and and everything, you know, (laughs) they like the the theme from shaft going. (laughs) Right. Right. Get some music, turn it into to some sort of other event. <laughs> nice. All right. Well, ladies, you did you did good with your stories. So thank you very much for, for participating there. So we'll have to do this again. Robin, we'll have to get you back on. And uh, Don, of course, you have an open invitation. Cool. Thank you. Especially if we ever get my Rebel Executives show off yes, the ground. Yes, we, we will. We will. If nothing else, I will have you on later on this this coming season. This century. No, this coming season. <laughs> this decade. This decade. Very specifically about tech and setting things up as a smaller MSP and things like that. So, yeah. Okay. All right. Well, folks, uh, thank you very much for participating in this, the 2021 Summer Tech Series Giveaway Award Show. And we hope to do this again next year. And uh, ladies, as I I said, we'll have you back on individually for some other shows. We will be continuing the podcast with another Summer Tech Series episode next week, as I mentioned earlier, with Nathan Drager and Terry Moon, our cable guys. And I did not do an announcement earlier, but for those of you that know, later this month, we will be in Chicago, September 17th through the 19th for TechCon Unplugged one of the premier conferences for tech by tech. And we will be doing side-by-side presentations with vendors. I myself will be there. We'll be doing an introduction to network documentation along with Jason Miller, some other great techs and head over to techconunplugged.com and get all your information there. And for those watching, there is your link techcon unplugged.com that is going to do it for this episode if you are watching us live stay with us and be a part of the post show for those of you that are listening later or by audio thank you for tuning in subscribing and we'll see you next time on pod nuts pro and until then holla